0: Good morning. Good morning. How are you?
1: I'm, I'm awake. Great. I'm not woke, but I'm awake. You know you're wake and woke. I'm awake and woke. And you know what? I'm wake and bake. <laughs> <laughs> That's another episode. <laughs> we should do one of those.
0: We should. We've, you know, we've been drunk. We've done drunk episodes. Wake and gummy. Remember that we did a St. Patrick's Day where I poured us oh, a boy, big that giant. A um,
1: that was early day. What do you call the
0: the dark beer? Yeah. Guinness. Guinness. Yeah. It was right. was great. That awesome. was fun. I like doing buzz shows.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Done Being Single.
0: Uh, today we're gonna be talking about a subject that I get. Uh kind of May, December romances, oh. age differences, age gaps, older men, younger women excuse me, older women, younger men. <laughs> Older women, younger
1: men. Does it matter?
0: Okay, older men, younger women, but really for today's purposes it's gonna be
1: why? Why are we always, you know, pandering to women? Here?
0: Because it's it well, because I'm the boss. <laughs> it's my it's not, show. I know that, of course, but it's okay. Still. Chicks rule.
1: Yeah. Okay. Kiss my ass. Okay. Let's see it. Okay. So, um, yes.
0: Well, I don't think you have any experience of this because I think you're a little. You're a. I
1: – I've dated older women.
0: What do you consider older? Your dated your age. Women. Uh, You've never dated an older woman.
1: I did. Not much older, but a few years older, which meant a lot back then.
0: When was that? When When you were
1: 14? 20s, late 20s.
0: Okay, that counts. Yeah. And was it all that? Loved it. Why?
1: Are you kidding? How can you... Because when you're in your 20s and you're a guy and you think you know... Like what's up and everything that's good and all of a sudden you get with a woman who says, uh, No, Sonny boy, this is what you need to do. And I was like, Oh, that was a cold slap.
0: Oh, so she taught oh she taught
1: me. Me. oh she taught me. She taught me a lot.
0: Who was she? Nobody either. I gotta give her I gotta call her. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta call her and thank her. Uh, She she trained
1: you. She trained you real well. She trained me very well. Very good. Uh, I mean, very well. Yes. And I got it. thank God the light bulb went off quickly. And (laughs) so, uh, yes, that was an important, life changing thing for me.
0: Well, I'm all for it. I think it's great. I've never. That's not true. I dated a guy four years younger than me, and I felt like I was robbing the cradle at times, Mm
1: -hmm. even
0: though he's only just four years younger. Isn't that funny?
1: Was this when you were twelve? No.
0: <laughs> it was not that long ago. Oh. But to me, see, I skew older.
1: You skew older.
0: I do. Okay. So anybody, even even when I was in high school, even guys my own age, they were too young. So I liked them I, I liked them with a little age going on. Mm-hmm. But um I understand I have had, you know, brief things with younger fellows. Mm-hmm. Um they can be wonderful and kind of uh, em- empowering and, and restorative. They, especially like after a breakup, when you need your ego boosted or your morale boosted, you know, they're good for that.
1: Okay, I so can see that. I'm
0: all I, I definitely <clears throat> more power to you.
1: Were you more in a teaching mode with the younger guy, or did you learn more from him? How how'd that work out?
0: I don't know. I just, I felt like...
1: And what did you know at that age?
0: <clears throat> I felt a lot. This was in my 40s, not, okay? Oh. <laughs> so this is what I'm saying. It wasn't too long ago. But I felt like um, I had... To, uh, I I don't want to have to teach someone. Okay. I just don't want to have to... I want to be taught.
1: Okay. Teach me. Uh-huh. Show me things. Uh-huh.
0: Clue me in. Uh-huh. Enlighten me. hmm uh-huh. And and it's not that he didn't. He's a lovely person. I'm still friends with him. But um, I just felt like uh, at the time, you know, look, here's how I feel about dating. Until you find the one, it's all about the right person for the time. You know, it's all about you know, what worked for you 10 years ago might not work for you today. But the person 10 years ago was, the, was right and a it felt good say um placeholder i'm going to just say that you, people just continue to grow and change and evolve and
1: mm-hmm. it works you know, for that time and it
0: works for that time
1: I get it. and then you either survive and are compatible and you stay together or you outgrow that person or vice versa and you split up and you right go to so, the next person. so
0: for my needs at that time it was a good fit okay but it could not have lasted
1: What's the oldest? Fourteen
0: difference? years older.
1: Okay. Wow.
0: And that didn't feel at all like an age difference to me. At all. Was I that? mean, there was no. I didn't distinguish at all.
1: How old were you then?
0: Thir- uh, f- late thirties. Okay. Thir- excuse me, mid thirties. Thirty-four, mm-hmm. five, six, something like that.
1: Good age group. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So um, that was that was cool. And again, uh, not forever. He wasn't my forever. Uh, pet, <laughs> but he was the <laughs> he was the right man for the times.
1: Okay, that's what we are talking about here.
0: But um, I have you know more power to my sisters who skew younger and you know find someone. I'm trying to think. Do we know anybody that is
1: dating somebody young? Yeah,
0: has a younger boyfriend, married someone younger.
1: I don't know. I can't think right now about many things.
0: Anyway, well, this is what we're talking about. So I have to. Just bring this sort of full circle here because I was reading an article in Medium called Why Older Women Should Date and Marry Younger Men. That was the inspiration for this episode, okay, written by Vicky Larson, who is our guest today, who happens to be the writing partner, okay, here we go, of a guest we had on our show probably three years ago, wow. okay, Susan Godois oh. who wrote a book, I believe, called... Uh, who needs marriage anyway? Or was that the title of the episode?
1: You're asking me.
0: That was the title of our episode. I can't remember the name of the, it. Was something like that? It, and she laid out all these different types of of arrangements, mm. all these different types of marriages. Not like who needs traditional marriage anymore, right? Right. Anyway, this is her writing partner. Oh, <clears throat> isn't it crazy?
1: Crazy. What a dink I
0: know. So, shall we bring her on?
1: Oh uh, f- yes. Okay,
0: great. Let's get to it. All right, Vicki Larson is a longtime award-winning journalist in the San Francisco Bay Area and the co-author of the book, The New, that's it, excuse me, The New Ideas, right? The New I Do. Oh, boy. That's enough. Excuse me? (laughs) Excuse me. The New I Do, Reshaping Marriage for Skeptics, Realists, and Rebels. That's the name of the book, Vicki Larson, Come On, Get on, get in I'm here, Vicki Larson, welcome to Dunbates. Hey, hello,
1: Vicki. <laughs>
0: good morning.
1: <laughs> Please excuse the uh, the amateurish.
2: You guys have a very nice banter. I think couples need to have a good sense of humor to get along. I love it.
1: Well, we we try.
0: We don't really try that hard. It no, comes pretty
1: naturally. But does. thank you.
0: Thanks for that. Yes. Um, <laughs> And isn't that funny small world, right? That you're Susan's writing partner and we had her on the we, show.
2: Yeah, we and collaborated on that book. She has a number of books on her own, but um, this is one we did together and it was a lot of fun to write and research.
0: Yeah, it was really interesting. There's so many different types of marriages. There are. Right? <laughs> um, yeah. We should actually have you guys back on one day to talk about all all the different marriages. Okay. Okay. So, but for today. We Thank you for to coming. And we'll- Thanks. Bye-bye. <laughs> so today we're going to talk about um, what we were talking about. And I want to know right now, why should older women marry, date, and marry younger men?
2: Well, um, so you were very used to the, the dynamic where it's an older man and a younger woman. We're used to that. And everyone looks at that and goes, yeah, well, she's a gold digger. You know, he's a perv you know, they can't have a real marriage. I mean, why? That doesn't even make sense. She's just using him for the money. So it seems like it's a very unequal dynamic, even if it's not, but that's how it's perceived. You look at an older woman with a younger man, um, men have a hard time wrapping their head around it because like, ew, older woman. But Look at the marriages and partnerships that are like that. Emmanuel Macron and his wife. Mm -hmm. Right, right. That's a very, very equal dynamic. Look at um, actor Aaron Taylor uh, Johnson and his wife, Sam. There's a 24-year difference between them. Mm -hmm. They have an equal partnership.
1: All right, that's two couples. (laughs) Now, You're not. You're, you know,
0: there's more. I'm Bo, sure there are, more, there's but. There's more. Derrick, there's
1: more. Bo Derek,
0: Bo Derek and John, and John Corbin. Corbin.
1: That's not a big age difference, is it? I don't think it's that big. But it doesn't. Okay. okay.
2: <clears throat> um, also, um, uh, Hugh Jackman's wife is older. I mean, there's a bunch of celebrities, but in real life, in mm-hmm. the real world, these happen.
0: And women nowadays. Really Matt Latanzi want- and
1: Olivia Newton John.
0: Jeez. Okay, I'll, that... ta- I'll take older women and younger men for a hundred. Alex, okay, go go ahead. No, sorry, but um, it's a much more it's equal
2: really dynamic, and and women nowadays want to be equal partners. They want men who are their equal partners, so I'm all for it.
1: <laughs> we are too.
0: So why um, do older women not want to? Live with their romantic partners. Maybe Uh. they date, maybe they hang out, but they're not necessarily shacking up.
2: Yeah, you know, um, it's an interesting and growing dynamic. Um, If the woman has been married and maybe had children and they're out of the house and um, she has been there, done that with the caretaking and the housekeeping, what she really wants is companionship and yeah, sex. And she doesn't want to have to um, be the caretaker anymore. It's A lot of older women feel like it's my time now. I've done that. And it's interesting because a lot of men still really want to um, couple up because they're used to the dynamic of the woman taking care of things. And they'd like to get back to that if they could. So um, it makes it a little harder actually for older women who want that, who want their freedom. They want their freedom. And um, it's kind of hard to do that when you're living with someone.
1: Do you you think that uh, that dynamic plays out more if the man is not independent and self-made and able to, uh, you know, have his own life and business, and the woman is f- not feeling like she's the, uh, the dominant person in that relationship?
2: Because
1: um, it could be a reverse equal- inequality at that point it, for the man. Yeah. It
2: could be. And, you know, maybe in future generations, um, you'll see more men like that. But a lot of men in their, let's say, 60s, 70s right now, they're still kind of old school about that and they are n- perhaps not as progressive as some of the younger men are now so um just
1: don't ask their 80 year old gr- girlfriend <laughs> okay.
2: and and i don't want you to think that every older woman wants that i have a number of friends you know my age fifties, 60s and um they've gotten married recently and they're quite as happy as can be living together. But there is this, for some women like me. Um, uh, and it, it, we like our independence. And if you could really have that kind of freedom with a progressive older man, that would be great. I haven't really found many older men like that, though.
0: What you mean, could you, mean, you so- old Older men, meaning they are financially. Oh, oh, okay, okay. I
2: don't want an older, older guy now. (laughs) Okay, right. So, you know, because here's the thing actually, if you do have an older, older person, now what happens is because at this age, you know, there's starting to be health issues and there's starting to be a lot of caretaking again. And um, again, as I say, if you are a woman who's done that for a good part of her life, you really, how can I say it? You, you really don't want e- to celebrate this time, maybe the 10 or 15 good years that you have left, and you don't want to necessarily get back sure. to taking care of a, or, or an older man.
1: All right. So that is. Or an older woman.
2: You don't right. want to
0: be a purse or a nurse, as they say. Mm-hmm.
2: That is exactly right. <laughs>
1: so the, I think how important is the number age? does it play into it as opposed to the feelings you have for this person uh, in that sometimes you meet somebody that you really fall in love with and it's not important that they are 12 years older or they may have health issues. You you truly love this person and you, you want to be with them and you actually want to care for them.
2: That's true and I don't want you to think that's true. That that happens. And um, I have a friend who married someone with multiple sclerosis and, you know, it's only going to get worse. But I mean, yes, we love who we love and um, and those are wonderful relationships. Um, And I don't want you to think that just because you don't live with a partner that you're not caring for that partner, that's a misconception. It doesn't mean you don't care and you don't love and you're not committed to that person. It's just, you have some breathing. You have a room of your own, which um, is often important. Well, it's important for men too, I think. I mean, a lot of men, you know, often get dragged to the mall or dragged to this or dragged to that when maybe they would just like to, you know, go take a bike ride or go take a hike or they get dragged into things. So i'm not saying that there aren't men who don't want to have their freedom it's just that women tend to still be the one who does all that micromanaging of all of the little things that happen as well as the child care and as well as the housekeeping and um it gets exhausting after a while
0: i understand yeah. i mean at a certain point you want to be taken care of you know you want yeah to-
2: even if that means you take care of yourself mm- Right. Which is very important, important. Um, you know, a lot of uh, a lot of women don't necessarily do that in their marriages. I know I didn't do that. And it's not that anyone told me that I shouldn't do it. It's just I felt like this is what I need to do. And I think I would have been a much better mother and a partner if I actually did take time off and do some self-care. So yeah, that is a warning for young women, take care of yourself.
0: um yeah. at any age that's it. i at any age i'm all i'm definitely all for it i think it's uh especially right now when we're so stressed out and there's so much fear and so much anxiety i mean just yes. to, uh, Marry i don't care if you're married or single it's just uh really Uh, It is
2: hard and you know it's interesting but because what we're seeing um, with the lockdown due to the pandemic is that a lot of couples have been holed up together 24-7 which they weren't even if they were living together someone went to work or this or that and we haven't been able to do that and so you're reading all these articles about pandemic related divorces and this and that and some funny things were like oh my god I'm listening to my husband on a zoom I didn't know he was a circle back guy I can't handle that you know so all these little things that you can hate on your partner Um, and it's stressing a lot of couples out and it's stressing them out also in because the women are still doing more of the childcare or the homeschooling and women are like stepping back from their career more. But if you lived apart as a couple, mm-hmm. you wouldn't have that experience. <laughs> mm-hmm. And this is actually proving or at least highlighting the importance of having space for yourself.
0: Yeah. Um, my stepmother and father actually slept in different rooms just because he was such a bad insomniac. Yeah. And I really think it helped their marriage.
2: You know, they talk about the so-called sleep (laughs) divorce, right? Which is a crazy name for it. But, um, yeah, I, some people snore some people have you know bad whatever at night they toss and turn and <laughs> i didn't see that i didn't see that Um uh... you didn't hear that either <laughs> and you know i mean one thing we really know is that sleep is really really important for your health and your mental acuity i mean just to carry on and everyone is so stressed right now you really need a good night's sleep so if sleeping apart does that why not you know um it's it's not a bad thing and it doesn't mean that you don't have intimacy or sex you do you can have that and then bye bye go to your room that's what
0: i'm saying i think there's something um kind of wonderful about separation a little bit let's try it Uh, no (laughs) I mean, when when, uh, Robbie and I were first dating, he was on the road a lot. He traveled for business. And so it made things that much more, you know, kind of exciting when we saw each other and fresh. And, you know, it was lovely.
2: That's true. I mean, it gives you a chance to actually miss your partner a little bit. Yes, yes. And you have to work harder at your relationship, really. Because one thing that happens when people live together, couples live together, is they can become very complacent and they take their partner for granted and they forget to appreciate the things. They forget to do nice things for their partner. They don't acknowledge the nice things that their partner is doing. And that can lead to a lot of frustration. And, um, you know, you, you can't really do that if you're not living with your partner. You actually have to plan the time that you're going to get together and generally you know you're not going to look all schlubby although now maybe you would because everyone's in comfy yoga pants just you know because yeah. life mm. is hard now hard to, but um you have to work hard hard to stay sexy and you can stay sexy that's that's right yeah um speaking of which let's talk about sex
0: oh hey. okay.
2: let's talk i don't know anything sp- about that subject
0: okay specifically um <laughs> Myths. Myths about older women's sexuality. Yeah.
2: So like getting back to the whole idea of like an older woman with a younger man and they're like, well, why would you want that? She's shriveled up dry and she's saggy when you can have a real nice, hot, tight body. (laughs) Um... And
0: you know... Go on. For
2: those men who want that and they can get it, two different things, go. Good luck to you and may, may you be very, very happy with whatever young thing that you find. Um, the misconceptions of older women and sex is that um, we're not interested. You know, menopause hits and then boom. And in truth, for some women, that is true. They're done, they're like, okay, I'm over. I don't need that anymore. And that's fine, that's a choice. Um, But what I have discovered among, you know, for myself and for um, my friends who are all about the same age is that we still are very, very interested in sex. And we actually know what we want now. And we know how to tell our partner what we want and um sex is i don't know it's it's kind of juicy later in life you know it really is and so that you people who want to just be dismissive of older women as you know a certain stereotype um they're really wrong they're really wrong there are some women yes who um you know they're done with sex they probably never really had good sex.
1: I think that's where I'm. I'm, I'm thinking that what you're. Yeah, you're you know, I,
2: I have to tell you a story. My friend's mother, who was married for a very long time to a man who was closeted gay, she didn't know that. She is like in a retirement home now and hooked up with a guy and had her first orgasm at like 91. God, no way. She was like, you know, going. Oh, me? What? What did he do with his hands? We're like, oh my God, (laughs) you go, girl. (laughs) So, yeah. So, for all of those poor women who've had crappy sex all their lives, that's why maybe we don't want to have sex later
1: in life. Well, but (laughs) Julia, it seems like, Vicki, Vicki, sorry. Uh, It it seems like a, a woman who may be getting out of a relationship in her 50s, who's been married for 25, 30 years, and is hitting menopause at the same time, it's a double whammy of not wanting sex because your association with it was with your ex-husband who's who wasn't very sexual with you and wasn't turning you on. So it's really about opening the door. It's, it's having somebody that knows what to do to please you that can get you to think of sex differently, I think.
2: Yeah, and, and you know, um, menopause not every woman experiences the same way some women have really horrible uh, symptoms and other women don't it doesn't mean that all women at that time just don't want to have sex they actually do and it's interesting because um about a year or so ago i went out on a date with a younger man not usually younger but he was in his early 50s so a good 10 years on me And um, he was saying, well, you know, I don't know what's going on with the women in your town. I'm like, well, what do you mean? He said, well, all they want to do is hook up. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, these are women who were in their late 40s, mid to late 40s, with young children still at home, but just newly divorced. And they don't want a boyfriend. They just want sex. These are women in menopause.
1: What so, town was this um, again? Oh,
0: stop it!
2: Wanting to you where I live? Um, yeah, right. So, um, you know, that again is another stereotype that menopausal women are. Right. We're not all that, right. and you know, just to blanket call us that is is wrong. And if that's keeping men away from women who are beautiful and smart and wonderful, um, I think you know, just open your mind a little bit, you know, because quite honestly, what women my age can say about men is men our age Mm -hmm. have erectile dysfunction. Mm -hmm. They do. A lot of them do. Now, of course there's Viagra and stuff for that, but um, we don't really hear women going, "Eh, eh, eh, eh," but actually privately we do talk about that. It's like, we'd rather have a man. We want to know that a man can take, care of things now there's many other ways to have sex besides um penis vagina and um but um for those women who do want that that is a concern with older men too
0: okay uh speaking of concerns What do you say, yeah. what do we say to women uh, of a certain age that might be single, getting single again after being in a long-term marriage? They don't feel good about their bodies.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: They might feel a little um, insecure and not attractive or sexy or, you know, how do you, uh, how do you advise women to, I don't know. Maybe say, this
1: question should be for the men. Because
0: How do you maintain or find your, or reclaim your power, um, you know, confidence, your sexual confidence, your body positivity? I mean, yeah. I, listen, I'm 57. Um, I have issues. I look, I look at myself and I go, oh, you know, I just shake my head and I roll my eyes and I just, you know, I'm doing okay. It's but, so
1: unwarranted. You look absolutely But stunning. Robbie I doesn't, even,
0: Robbie doesn't look at but you it just, that just. But
2: it just, no. a lot of, a lot of women... They will, we've absorbed a lot of messages from um, our culture about women's bodies. We're constantly being told if we just do this, we'd be happy and we just did that. And if we just need to stop listening to that. If you're newly divorced and you're feeling bad about your body, the first thing you have to do is make, your, you've got to find a place of feeling good about yourself. Because if you do want to have love in your life, you're, you really need to, I don't want to say self-love, you have to you have to feel good about yourself. If you're not feeling good about your body, you're not even going to really be able to have good sex. But it's going to be worried about what you look like. Right. And the whole thing is it doesn't really matter what you look like. Sex is about pleasure at this point in our lives. It's not about procreation. It's not about being perfect. You're not going to be porn stars. We know that. We're older. Things happen. So you're going to have to come to a happy place uh, uh, about your body. And I realize that um, we've been talking as if all women are looking for men and men are looking for women. I wanna make sure that we're clear that um, we're talking about heterosexuals in that way. There's many people who are looking for same sex partners and there's a lot of older women who actually um, discover romances with women Mm -hmm. later in life, even if they've been long time married. So I just wanted to kind of like Step that back a bit and say, like, we're not. I'm not saying all women want men and all men want women. So no.
1: I, <laughs> I, 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 don't. I see those lines so blurry. I don't see any delineation really between hetero and homosexual out, and sexuality in that regard because I think that the relationships are all their relationships, and whether it's man woman, woman woman, man man, whatever. It, I, I don't really see um, clear lines there. I, I see that as people awaken. And
0: sure. find well, out who they
1: what their interests are at various times in life. But we're, and we're
0: also living in a time where it's not what it was when our parents, you know, their generation.
1: Well, they're just not in the Things closet that, like they were. Back
0: but then. like we can, it's just a different time right now, thankfully, where um, we have more freedom to be who we want to be and choose who we want to choose, and you know, mm-hmm. th- isn't that great? Yeah. So, I mean, I remember as we're talking about age right now and I got to give you tons of credit for saying your age. I just had a flashback at my 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 mom, my mom who just yeah. re- recently passed away. I know, I'm so she, sorry. Thank you. My mother was so beautiful and so accomplished and so obsessed with her age in uh. such a negative self-shaming way. And I God, I mean to have to. For, I almost choked out my age because I'm still programmed to. I, I hear her in my in my head, like don't ever tell your age, yeah. you know. And I and she was so nuts that when <clears throat> when I was younger, excuse me, <coughs> when I was younger, someone would say, "Oh, is this your daughter? Yes, she's so beautiful." And she'd say, "How old are you, dear?" And my mother would stick her heel, dig her heel into my foot. <laughs> so that I wouldn't tell my age because if I told my age then that would obviously make my mother older and there was a whole thing and so it's that doesn't apply anymore I mean I don't I just think that's that was then and women are so much more in midlife empowered and so much more comfortable in their skin and I hope that um, you know it's sort of um, an irony that the older you, once you get to a certain age and you really feel good about yourself and you're proud of your accomplishments, you've you've lived a great life, and now I don't know you feel bad about your body. You know, there's so much to be feel good about at this age, and yet you look. It's, I mean, I I do I get it. I'm a woman, and yeah. by the way, I'm a woman in L.A. and it's yeah. tough. It's tough to get old here. Yeah um well you know la is yeah i mean well it's tough really
2: to get old in places where um there's a big big emphasis on beauty and body like in miami beach or new york um where the default is um you know botox and all of the things and fake this and that and you know i am not a believer in in um cosmetic surgery Um, I don't fault anybody for wanting it if that is how they need to feel good in their body. But I really wish that that wasn't the expectation that you have to do that. And what I have found super interesting in this time of the pandemic, when we couldn't go to the beauty salon, and you couldn't get your Botox, and you couldn't get your lips done, and you're, you you could not and all of a sudden, everyone is, like, going gray, and there are spots, and this and that, and you know what, like, we're, we're still lovable, Mm -hmm. people were not looking at us and recoiling, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and maybe, I'm hopeful that this is, like, a reset, for for all of us to see that we don't really need that stuff we don't need you know we have a whole industry that is trying to make women feel bad about them everything about themselves all the time i read a book recently by karen carbo called uh yeah no not happening and she just looks at the whole cosmetic industry and all of the self-help books and everything that is just you know consumed by women all the time and with the same message you're not good enough you know and and if you you know try it you do this you need to do that and um you know so like the title of her book yeah no not happening i think that's what really needs to happen so that Women can finally really feel good about themselves, their body, and also saying their age. I mean, I like like you. I was uh, always afraid to say my real age. I felt like, oh my God, I'm so old. Um, but you know, um, I just said, it's yeah. I'm just gonna own it. So I turned sixty four a few weeks ago, and uh, I feel great. You and, look great. Um, Thank you. And I'm, I, I'm not embarrassed by my age. It's a gift. Mm-hmm, it's a absolutely. gift to get old. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Um, I feel like, um, you know, I have, you know, this is like the best time in my life right now, because I'm only going to get older. So if I'm not enjoying this time right now, mm-hmm. then I, I, you know, I mean, this is it. This, this is the youngest I'm ever going to be. <laughs> And the healthiest I'll ever be. Right. So, um, really, it's very important to just seize this moment. And there's so much in the world right now to feel bad about. Yeah. So much in the world. You think? But if you you have your health, (laughs) yeah, you're doing okay. How long were you married for? Sorry. It's okay. Oh, so I've been married twice. I had a starter marriage um, in my, uh, well, I got married a few months before my 21st birthday. That did not last very long, just under four years. And then I was married for about 14 years to the father of my children. Yeah. And, uh, you know, um, basically, uh, some people would say, oh, well, you're a failure because you ended up as divorced. Well. You know you don't go into a marriage thinking you're going to get divorced but stuff happens and the reality is um we have two wonderful young men uh for boys our uh, children and uh and he and i are are great we get along just wonderful. fine and always did
0: so i i would say it was a successful marriage
1: yeah i i would too
0: yeah well a- if, you, if you learned if you you know came out of it stronger smarter and then continue to evolve yes then you know nothing is a I don't know look I was single for we were both (coughs) excuse me hold on (coughs) Robbie and I were both single for a long time so I look at I look back at all those I don't know I'm not going to speak for you but I look back at all those relationships they were failures I guess but were they no, they, you they learn from you each something. one.
1: As long as you're not repeating the same I mean, pattern.
0: I mean, I, after each one, it just got me closer and, closer and closer and closer to you, right? So I don't look back with that much regret or, or shame about that. So No, you know,
2: I always feel that if you're in a good place right now, all of that stuff had to happen. And I like to joke that I'm so glad that my husband married me so I could divorce him so I could write a book about marriage. That book would not have happened if I was still married.
0: (laughs) Right, exactly. And we wouldn't have this show. That is correct. And you wouldn't have the show. But so
2: the fact that you guys were single for so long, you heard the same thing that Susan did, who got married for the first time when she was 40. Um, What's wrong with you? There must be something wrong with you. And I have met a lot of men um, on dates uh, who have never gotten married and don't have children. And... And I always ask them, I bet you hear that what's wrong with you all the time from women. Like, oh, God, are you a player? And it's like, oh, come on, we're 2020, people. Um, you don't have to be married. <laughs> you don't. And it's totally okay to be single. And it's totally okay to be divorced.
1: So, Vicki, is that question that's posed when you're, you're, you're with somebody uh, that you must have heard that you're, what's wrong with you? Is that a is that more of a reflection on the person that's asking the question than uh, the person that's being asked?
2: Absolutely. But, you know, we have these cultural scripts that if you don't get married, something must be wrong with you. You have a flaw. Not that you're choosing this as a lifestyle. And in truth, there are some people who are single who really would like to be married or partnered and just haven't found that yet but for the pe- but for the assumption to be that something's wrong with you that there's a flaw with you
0: is very very disturbing mm-hmm. it really is <clears throat> tell me about it
1: i think it's also i've
0: asked that a million times
1: but it may be conversational in trying to be an icebreaker of a subject too if you can have you can have fun with that type of a question if it's presented in that manner if it's not right. then you kind of feel okay you know i don't i don't need to answer that question
0: yeah, yeah. I was asked a million times. Yeah, but you know, I
1: mean... You asked me kids, that question.
0: I did. I said, what's wrong with you? There's, there's got to yeah. be something wrong with you. You, you can't be... And how, it, how are you not married?
1: You know, the greatest answer is I haven't met her yet.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I haven't met him yet. I, that's, to me, what other answer... It works.
2: Right. Yeah.
0: So, um, that's me. Okay, so I have a question for you. Yes. what why what's up with keanu reeves and why <laughs> are people losing their shit over his girlfriend like what's the deal here i don't even know
1: he's
2: a little older and has gray hair yes i again because you know he's oh and by like... the
0: way she's still younger than him she's in her late 40s but yeah that's but true she... but she's
2: she looks old. She looks her age. Right? She looks she's her got age, gray hair.
0: She's got gray hair. With, I mean, you know, she's an attractive woman, but she's, she's not She's an attractive She's not like a typical Leo Di, DiCaprio model, you know.
2: Right. Well, that, Leo likes them very very young.
0: Yeah, everybody's you losing know? their shit over this woman. And I and I applaud him, Keanu.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, it's very interesting the reactions when um you know, he's kind of like you know everyone's boyfriend. I guess that's kind of the meme about him, and I guess people have an expectation of what he should be with or would be with, and um, and you know he, they were out in public for a long time together, and when the first time they stepped out, everyone was like, "Whoa, whoa, <laughs> not what we were expecting." Um, because again, these are the same stereotypes that we have to put up with all the time. this standard of what is a beautiful woman, and um, I'd really like to bust that down. I mean, um, and also, um, you, you know, um, the, even the age differences. You know, um, it's um, it's really ridiculous to. Um, keep a very, very narrow look at what things should look like. Um, so I, I applaud uh, Keanu, and I applaud uh, people who... Here's what I say. Um, if anyone's going to be with an older woman, or you're going to be a Keanu who I like, could get any hot babe, and instead you're with a woman with gray hair, these are confident men. That's the kind of man I want. Mm-hmm. I want a man who's going to be with a woman who looks like that, whatever that is. Busts the norm of what a woman should look like. That is a solid man. I agree. Yeah.
1: Completely. So, Vicky, give us some tips. If if you're a, a, a older woman who wants to meet a younger guy, what what would you suggest? How how should she go about doing it?
2: Um, I interviewed this uh, woman, um, Cindy Gallup. She's uh, an ad uh, in advertising and has this website, Make Love, non Porn. Um, and she uh, just turned sixty this year, and she uh, she goes on these websites looking for younger men and forges relationships with them. She doesn't want to get married, and that works for her. So. You can do that. Um when I was newly divorced and like the guy I, I you was saying all the women in my town just want to hook up, I was newly divorced and I had young children. I, I didn't want a boyfriend, but I wanted sex. So I did arrange with a younger man and we had a little thing for a while. So, you know, just don't be afraid. Just go out there and do it. I mean Everyone's on apps and websites now. So that is an easy way to do that. But what I would like for women to know is that, you know, you control the power of, of that relationship. You know, make sure that you're with someone who is going to be respectful and kind and not a jerk. You you create the parameters of that and you, you drive the narrative of what you want. Um, and, you know, so, um, yeah. And, you know, don't ever feel bad if some guy, you know, is like, you're so old, um, you know, just he's not your guy. Mm-hmm. He wants a younger woman. Fine. Go get out of my dating pool. You know,
1: you as it's you fine, said, you have good the luck. Pussy has the power. That's what we we say that all the time. <laughs> and it's, Although, it's the truth. Yes. And it's the it's it's only the enlightened man who realizes that.
0: And by That's the way, true. Vicky wrote an article called Sorry Guys, your penis is not as powerful as you think. So to your point, <laughs>
1: it's all relative. I guess if
2: so. I can put a plug-in for that book, um, which is coming out this month called Fallacy, it is um very, very entertaining and highly informative, and I highly recommend
1: it. Excellent.
0: <laughs> so okay, is it, where, how's it
1: how's it spelled? Fallacy.
2: A P. P. H-A-L-L-A-C-Y. Very good. Yeah. It's all about all of the penises throughout um, all sorts of um, animals and bugs. And I want to say, gals, you really should be so glad you're not a bed bug because sex for female bed bugs is
1: really rough. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take your word for it.
0: Okay. You're hung like
1: a bed bug. Is not a something you want to be doing. <laughs> so. uh,
0: you're awesome. This is great. Thank you so much. Oh, I, thank I on you. behalf it's been of joy. on behalf of all midlife women, I thank you. You're yeah. so great. You're like such an inspiration and and, and great role cute. model.
1: Vicky, where should all when, these men, where should all these men, the men be gravitating towards? Yeah. Uh, what is it, what, where in the Bay Area, are we? For
0: women who want to know more and men who want to <laughs> yes. get more. Come on. Where can they find you? <laughs>
2: um, I am just north of the uh San Francisco. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm in yeah. That's all I'm going to
1: say. Very <laughs> okay. nice. And we like it up there.
0: Website? Oh, um,
2: Social media, where can people well, find you? Um, I oh, ha, where can you find me? Okay. <laughs> yeah. You're
0: not on the um, corner so- of uh, Marin and
1: <laughs>
2: Um, so I, my blog, which is OMG Chronicles, I've kind of stopped writing for them uh, for that. And I'm now mostly writing on Medium. So, again, as OMG Chronicles, I'm very active on Twitter. Again, OMG Chronicles. I have a Facebook page, but it's like, meh. But, um, yeah, and I'm on Instagram, OMG Chronicles. Great. <laughs> and, okay. yeah, I'm in the Bay Area, if you're cute. <laughs> younger
1: (laughs) you should have no problem all right well we're done being single we are done but some people aren't
0: it's okay and And that's okay too we love that yeah we're waiting for the other pod, our our you know sister podcast not done being single
1: done being married no
0: No. (laughs) not that one not that one but you know whatever you know it's it's this is the great time. to. We're living in a great time. In a shitty time and a great time. Oh. To be you. Right?
1: Right. So. On that note. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank <laughs> you so
0: much. You guys stay safe.
1: You, you too. too. Thanks so
0: much. And uh, everybody. Uh, have a great weekend. Subscribe to us. Done being Single. Follow us at Done being Single. If you have questions, dilemmas, issues. Right. Write us. <clears throat> funny stories. Write us at. Treva and Robbie at Dunbeansingle.com.
1: Have a that? great week. All right. All right, everybody. We'll see you next
0: Stay week. Stay safe. Bye-bye.
1: I'm Shadow Stevens with my friends,
0: Trevor and Robbie. See you next week on Dun Being Single.